0: Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I hope that you are feeling fit and fabulous. I know that many people are going back into lockdown. I have three of my four children at home. Life is taking a turn for, well, it's never really got back to normal, has it? But I can see that a lot of people are feeling stressed and anxious about how life is going to unfold, particularly if you have children at home, which can be stressful when you're trying to work. Now, last week, I did a podcast which was about my stressful morning. And a lot of you said that you found it really useful to see that my life isn't always easy, 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 and that I do have stresses, but it's how I approach and deal with those stresses that is really important. So I thought today would be really useful to have a think about lockdown and stress in general. Now, before we dive into stress and lockdown and life, Just a little announcement, I am doing what is called market research, which is basically a posh way of saying, hey, I'd love to chat to you. Now, it's really, really helpful for me if I can chat to you. It helps me understand who's listening to my podcast and how I can make my podcast's episodes better and more interesting for you. And if you're interested in working with me... Or even if you're not interested in working with me, it's really helpful for me to understand how what your problems are and how I can help you. So I would be really grateful if you could spare me 20 or 30 minutes to actually chat to me. And if you if you can, then you can email me at orlena at drorlena.com. So that's O-R-L-E-N-A at drorlena.com. If you're already on my email list, then you can just reply to one of those emails and we can set up a time. And it's just fun, just fun to chat. Okay, let's have a little think about stress. Now, what is happening in the world? I know that my mother in France has gone back to lockdown. My friends in the UK, I think you're going to lockdown. I can't quite tell by skimming the headlines as I do. And here in Spain, we're at some kind of not quite lockdown, rapidly heading to lockdown. And I seem to have three of my four children at home who are strangely being quarantined from a contact that was about two weeks ago. I'm not quite sure what's happening there. I think the word chaos just springs to mind. Anyhow, this is life at the moment. And how does it affect us all? I think the first thing to think about is this big question of what is stress? And I see this idea that people think that stress needs to be a life-changing thing, so that some of us have the right to be stressed and some of us don't have the right to be stressed. So a good example of this would be, you know, when I was working as a paediatric doctor making life or death decisions, then clearly I'm in a stressful environment. Now, working as a doctor, it is very stressful, but it is also a controlled environment. And I think from my perspective, my experience of working in a job like that was really and truly a lot of the stress is actually the huge, great volume of work that you have. And that bleep that was attached to me, that never, ever, ever stopped. And I remember being bleeped whilst I was on the phone answering a bleep and going, I just I just feel overwhelmed. I can't answer the bleeps quick enough. And people would bleep me to tell me that I hadn't answered my bleep. And that would make me stress. It was much more that aspect of the job than making decisions about how to treat sick children, because we had protocols for that. So I was trained to do that. And part of that just runs on automation. And I think this brings up the point that one of the things that we find stressful is making decisions. And when we don't have to make decisions, so for example, being a doctor and having a protocol to run through, we just do this, we just run through the protocol. And that might be, in a high stressful situation, but our brain isn't being fatigued by making decisions. On the other hand, even mundane decisions can fatigue us and make us feel stressed. So an example in my life is choosing Friday night movie with my four children. And it can feel like a huge great stress. Everybody wants something different and people are disappointed if they don't get what they want. Oh, the drama and the the upset of a Friday night movie, which is supposed to be something fun. So I think this idea about stress really being important things is not true. Stress is just something that is there all the time, every single day. And on some days, it can just be a small amount of stress. And on other days, it can be a bigger amount of stress. And you can also have this Background stress. So obviously, right now, we're living in this time of we don't know what's happening to our world. There is just this background stress of COVID and lockdown. And for me, in my personal life, I have this background stress of, oh my goodness, this month, I need to find a house that we can all live in. I need to pack up my house, sort out absolutely every single item, and we'll be finding a small house because there aren't any big houses and there's six of us. So what am I going to do with all the furniture? Do I want to throw it away? A lot of it's quite old. Do I want to keep it? Do I want to store it? What am I going to do with all of these things? And that stress is going on in the background. As well as, of course, oh, I didn't announce this. I've got an exciting Fit and Fabulous Family Summit, which I'm organizing for the beginning of December, which is going to be super exciting. I've got so many amazing people who are coming to talk to us about different aspects of wellness and family and how we can reduce stress and lead a healthy life. Now, if you have any ideas for topics that you want, come and let me know now. People have already said to me that they want to know about children's sleep and adult sleep. So I'm making sure that I'm going to cover those. But this summit, guess who has to do all the organizing? Me. So that's another stress that I've put on myself right in the middle of this. Everything is happening all at once. Children off school, organizing house, organizing summit. Am I crazy? I think I am. Okay, so... I think when we think about stress and how to manage stress, we need to have an idea of what we're going to do. And I would say there are two things to think about. Number one, I would always say you need that good foundation. I'm always, always, always going on about the four pillars of healthy living. And I think more than anything, they really, really help us to combat stress, to live with stress. Can you hear my children screaming in the background? I have no idea what's going on. So for me, stress is homeschooling. And I've told them that I'm doing a podcast and in 10 minutes I will open the door and we can see what's going on. So the four pillars are eating healthily, good nutrition... Pillar number two is exercise. And I think that pillar number two is a really, really good one for stress because when you go and run, you just, or whatever your exercise is, you just really work that stress out of you. It's a time to let your mind go and it has both mind benefits and physical benefits as well. Pillar number three is sleep. I'm going to do another podcast on sleep in the next few weeks. I've just finished reading Michael Mosley's fast asleep book, which I definitely recommend. Sleep is so, so, so important and really one of the foundations of how we cope with how we think and how our body works. And essentially our bodies do not work well when we are sleep deprived, neither our mind nor our body. So sleep is a huge, great, fabulous thing. And so, Well, I would like to say easy, but I know a lot of people have problems with sleep. But it is free, and you can, there are lots of things that you can do to improve your sleep. Now, pillar number four is what I call emotional wellness or mindset, and that's really how we think about things. And this is really the crux of stress because stress really is how we think about things. So let's go back to my example of. I have to move house. Now, obviously, what am I thinking about? I'm thinking about that long list of things that I need to get done. A long list for me, I think it harks back to my times when I was a doctor and we would always have a long list of things to do and we would write out the list a billion times and we would pass this list over. But I think one of the things for me is I do feel that idea of stress when I think of long lists of things to do. Now, what else could I be thinking about in this time of moving house. I could be thinking, oh my goodness, we're just going to find a really tiny flat. It's just going to be so, so difficult or worse. I'm not going to find a flat. And those thoughts are not helpful. And I think it's really important to train your mind to look at the way you're thinking and question everything that you're thinking. So think, okay, my children aren't going to be homeless. I'm going to find something. I'm a resourceful kind of person. We will just make it work for a year. And once I can really grasp that thought and that way of thinking, it really just calms things down. As I say, it just lets the glitter settle a little bit. So when we think about stress and the way we think, the two are totally combined. That They are just the same. Stress is the way that we think about things. And what we're doing is thinking about things in a relatively negative and fear-inducing way. And if we can look at the situation from a different point of view, then it becomes fun. So I can think about it as a game. Oh, isn't this a great game? I have to take all the cupboard doors down. I have to do all of this. I'm going to chip away at it a little bit. When I was training as a doctor, actually, before I was training as a doctor, I did medical work experience. So I must have been 18 or 19 at this time. And I remember going into a hospital and I just spent a week there. And I remember seeing two doctors and one was an anesthetist. And I don't think he enjoyed his job in any way whatsoever. And he said to me, goodness, if you can make your living doing things in a craft or artistic way, definitely go for it. You know, here was somebody who just felt the stress of his job. He didn't really enjoy it. In contrast, there was a heart surgeon there and he absolutely loved his job. He just said, This is a great game. The stakes are high, but it's a great game. And he enjoyed that game so much. Now, I'm not saying that he was frivolous or did things that weren't with gravity. Of course he did. But every patient that he had coming in, He kind of played this game of, can I save them? Can I not save them? And he was totally invested in this game. And he was he was a marvellous heart surgeon. And he really enjoyed his job. Now, which doctor would you rather be treated by? I know that I would rather be treated by somebody who really loved their job. But I really wanted to tell you that story just because I think it illustrates that the way we think about things really changes how we show up in life. And I guess if you were that anaesthetist who didn't enjoy his life, you can either change the way you think about it or go and do something else. But being stuck in a job that you don't like, I know that it's tough, but really and truly, it's not something that I would want to do. So going back to this question of what do we need to do to tackle stress? I think... Number one is make sure we have concrete and good habits and systems in all four of those foundations. And that's really the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. So obviously, if you're struggling in that area, come and chat to me and we will chat and see if we're a good match to work together or if there I have some other resource that I can point you towards. Now, another piece of the puzzle is thinking about your particular stresses. What stresses you? Now, working from home with my children at home, I know what stresses me. Number one, being interrupted. I find this so stressful. I sit down, I'm doing a job and my children are saying, I need help with my homework or I need to do this and I need to do that. Another thing that my husband particularly finds very stressful is that our children are noisy. All children are noisy. Kids are noisy. Have you ever stood outside a playground? At playtime, and oh my goodness, you can hear a school playground streets and streets away. The kids make so much noise. Kids are naturally noisy, but adults can find that stressful, particularly when it's an unexpected sound like children jumping out and saying boo, which you know is unpleasant for us. Another thing that I find particularly stressful with all four of my children is everybody talking at once, and I think this. Everybody talking at once and saying, "Mummy, I need help. And I can't do this. And just this, again, overwhelm. And I think it takes me back to that time when I was working in a hospital and had this long list and everybody wanting my attention and everybody saying, you need to do this first. You need to do that first. And I still, on a sort of smaller level, have that here within my home. Now, once I have identified these stressors, I can set up systems to manage them. So one, a couple of tricks that I find really, really useful are something that I call stop, drop, breathe. So when my children interrupt, or rather, I think when I can see that they've got to the stage that they really need my help, as in they're screaming and shouting, and they can no longer carry on doing things by by themselves, but I'm trying to do something else, I use this technique or this motto, which is stop, drop, breathe. And it just means stop what you're doing. Just, you know, spend a minute or so or a small amount of time just breathing, just focusing on where you are right now and letting go of your thoughts of whatever it is that you're doing. And then you are in a better place to deal with your children. And I think this also helps me for when I find my children just on top of me. Again, stop, drop, breathe and calming everybody down. Another thing that I find really useful is the karate chop where you just chop your fingers together and you say this motto, choose love, choose love, because I can tell that I'm starting to get angry or frustrated. And I know that when I get frustrated and angry, I tend to shout and yell and, you know, turn up in a way that A, isn't helpful and B, I don't want to. So those are two sort of immediate things that you can do. But really and truly, what you want to be doing is setting up systems such that these things don't happen. So for example, the being interrupted, I have a system where if I'm in this room recording a podcast, I say to them, "Okay, when the door is closed, don't come in and interrupt me. I'm doing something important and I don't want to be interrupted. And if I've got a really important call or a really important time that I think I just need to have this time carved out, it might be that my husband, you know, I do it at a time when my husband has a bit of time off work and he can take them out. Or, you know, sometimes I put them in front of what we call the Japanese babysitter, aka the television because I know then they will be totally, totally quiet and there won't be any of this screaming and shouting. So it's about finding ways that you can cope with the immediate problem and how you can avoid them in the first place. So noisy children, all of them talking at once. I just need to train them to talk one at a time. Now, my children can be slow learners and this does take a little bit of time, but it is work that we're doing on an ongoing basis. So I hope this has been useful. A little overview of stress and I think really giving you permission to understand that stress is stress. It, you don't have to be you know, the chief executive of the world to feel stress. Stress is something that, hap- that happens to absolutely everybody on a day-to-day basis. And at certain times, like in lockdown, our stress levels go up and we need to find ways to cope with that so that A, we can enjoy life and be healthy and be productive. Because when stress gets above a certain level, it just becomes debilitating and it stops you from enjoying life and doing the things that you want to do. So take care of the four foundations, have specific measures in place to avoid your own specific stressors and have some tricks up your sleeve that really you can use in that moment of stress to help you calm down. And again, those are going to be different for other people. Last week, I told you about how I smile inanely behind my mask when I'm walking back from being told off by the policeman. So wishing you a not stressful week. If you want to come and chat to me about my market research, I would love that. And look out for the Fit and Fabulous Family Summit, which will be taking place in December. I will let you know when it's live and ready to sign up. Have a fabulous week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Remember, you can sign up for Dr. Olina's Simple System to Healthy Living for Families at Dr. com slash simple dash system. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you share it with somebody else who would also benefit so that I can reach more people and help more people live healthily. And lastly, if you are interested in working with a coach, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and we can set up a time to chat. Absolutely no obligation. I love chatting. So come and chat with me. Bye-bye.